Welcome to the Revival Center Podcast, where you can hear the latest messages and thoughts from our church. We hope you are encouraged and blessed by today's message. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Revival Center Podcast. We're so glad that you're here joining us again today. And if this is your first time, welcome. We're so glad to have you. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button. That's the best way that you can keep up to date with everything that's happening here on the podcast. Uh, Last week, we talked about kicking off our community connection. So I hope that if you are a member of the Revival Center that uh, you uh, listened and looked up uh, those different opportunities to serve and um, and just are ju- jumping, jumping. Oh, wow. That's uh, apparently I can't speak today. Jumping <laughs> right in to uh, the community connections. Uh, it's um amazing opportunity to grow together. Um, and I think together is the emphasis there. Um, we're not here to do life alone. Uh, we're not supposed to lone ranger it. There are no lone wolves in the kingdom of God. And so um, it's a wonderful opportunity. And so I just have kind of a, a short devotion uh, that, you know, there are times, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, especially in some of these devotions, that uh, for me, the Lord, the Lord speaks to me and a lot of times by exposure to a thought or exposure to a scripture or you know anything in multiple ways in a short period of time. Um, you know, I may be you know thinking, contemplating a you know meditating on a verse, and then all of a sudden I see that verse in a book I'm reading, or I hear it in a sermon, and uh, you know then I just feel like the the Lord you know is, is speaking to me on that subject or different things, and and so one I, I, this is a combination of of things for me, and I'll just kind of give this background before I jump in is that um, I was reading a blog um, about uh, you know how to, uh, you know, serve uh, the Lord. It, it, it was actually in a sense of an organizational leadership in ministry, like how do we organize our um, our ministries and serve the Lord in a healthy way? You know, how do we do this well? How do we have a healthy organization? And it led me then to the author talking about how he approached work and how the pandemic, this is what he was referencing back to a a previous blog several years ago, and he included um, within that, so he was kind of talking about this subject, and then he included within that a video, um, and this video was by Henry Nouwen, who um, was a, I believe, Dutch uh, Catholic priest um, who was talking about this subject. It was a short little clip, and it, it had some really good things to say. I'll, I'll mention it. Um, in a minute, but then, you know, combined with actually community connections, there's a community connection that's being led by Pastor Brandy, um, and I, I'm not participating, it's a women's one, but it's called Having a uh, Merry Heart in a Martha World, and so when I saw that several weeks ago, I'd been thinking about that, you know, of, you know, uh, the idea of a Martha world, um, you know, if you're if you're not necessarily familiar with that story, I know many people are, but that is found in, in Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42, in where um, Martha is working hard to be hospitable, um, to cook and clean and have the house ready for all these guests, which of course include Jesus which are our Jesus and his disciples. And so Martha is working, doing all these things, whereas Mary, 
her sister, which should traditionally be helping her in that role, was instead sitting at Jesus' feet, taking the posture of a disciple. So she was sitting and listening to Jesus' teaching. And this bothered Martha because Martha says we have this role to fill. We have this obligation to do for Jesus. Uh, you don't have time to sit and listen to his teaching. We have things to do. Um, and, of course, Jesus responds by saying that Mary has chosen the better thing. Um, and so all these combined to, to really be thinking about this and, and, and the way that Henry now in that clip um, – talked about it, I think was a very, it was a way it hasn't, hadn't heard it be put necessarily, um, that I think was very uh, poignant, very good. And uh, so the way he said it was, God has called us to be fruitful, not to be productive. I'm going to say it again. God has called us to be fruitful, not to be productive. Now, not what he's not saying is, oh, well, then we should throw productivity out the window. But is instead of what are we, what are what is our focus? And um, you know, here at our church, we're very big on leadership. We're very big on being productive, um, which there there's a very good reason for that, right? We want to make the most of our time. We want to make the most of the resources that we have at the church that God has given us to steward. And so part of stewardship is being productive, right? But as I as I read and we we at the church continue to read, we read leadership books, we read um, and, and just naturally leadership and productivity are going to be somewhat connected. But I found that in there's almost become a production economy <laughs> um, in that there's a sense of in our culture, if you could say there was a big trait of business, generally speaking, or a big trait of leadership or a big um, you could almost put you could almost say idle in some sense um, in positive and negative ways of of that is is productivity. So it's like, how productive are you? How are you making the most of your time? How is it being spent? All of those things. And what that does is we we have this sense, and I'm sure you feel this the same way, is what did my time, what did my investment reap? What's my ROI? What's my return on investment of this time, of this was it productive? I feel like, and, and maybe this is just simply because of my age that's showing. It could have been way before. But I just feel like in the last, you know, five, six years that that's really become something that has just burst onto the scene. And maybe, you know, the rise of social media and in, in the sense the rise of like um, – YouTube, in a greater sense of you have videos, um, you have uh, lots of people who are doing business experts. You've seen people um, kind of like your podcasters of the world, and there it has become kind of this big place of like, how do I become more productive? Like, if you ever you know you look in YouTube and see 
all like productivity videos. There's thousands upon thousands of them and thousands upon thousands of channels that are talking about this on a regular basis. And so the, the there is a good aspect to it, but it can be very dangerous when we apply this to our spiritual lives. So track with me here. If I look at my job, you know, obviously I work at a church, so there is a spiritual aspect to my job, and there is a spiritual aspect to every job um, in the sense that we don't – there's nothing secular in our lives. And what I mean by that is there's nothing in our lives that the Bible doesn't have something to say about. Um, God has a say in our work, how we live, how we are at home, everything. So it's not saying that there's a spiritual separation. But obviously, you know, there's a, spirit, a, a very easily seen spiritual aspect of being in ministry. Um, it's just more observable, although all of them involve it. But even in ministry, there is this sense of you're on the clock. You know, there's you know you're working eight hours a day, or you know, in a lot of times more. Um, there's this sense of how productive was I, you know, was I, was I very productive? Did I, did I accomplish what I needed to accomplish? Do I have my checklist? Am I checking them off, checking them off, checking them off, you know, because if we walk away and and I don't know how many of you have, have had days like this. I'm sure everybody has where you did a lot, but you didn't check off your list. And what I mean by that is you were busy. You didn't, you know, it's not like you were just sitting around. You were busy, but because you didn't complete or finish or you didn't do what you set out to do, you almost have a sense of feeling bad. You, you didn't accomplish anything. You weren't productive. And so it, it, you end up diminishing what you did for that day. And I see what the danger that this comes in is when it applies to our spiritual life, when it applies to our family, when it applies to how we approach other people is that if we end up filtering everything through, am I productive? I think we end up asking the wrong question in a lot of ways. So in the blog that I was reading, which was by um, Todd Corpy, he is a um, he's an Assemblies of God minister, um, and I haven't read a lot of his blogs, so you know, I'm not saying that – Everything that I've read, you know, everything I've read of his has been good, but it's a small sample size. So, um, but he's had a re- that really interesting thing to say on the organizational leadership. And one thing he, you know, points out is this context of if I don't look at, if I look at productivity purely, I could miss out on some very important things. So, for example, is when I get home, is playing with my child productive? No, not necessarily. Is it fruitful? Absolutely, it's fruitful. Is everything, you know, if I, if I go home and I sit and I meditate on a scripture for 30 minutes, is that productive? as opposed to doing the dishes? Not really, not in the sense of the way that we label productivity. Is it fruitful? Absolutely. And so what can be a problem is that if we make our emphasis on productivity purely, 
we will end up being like Martha. And I believe that that is the case for most Christians today, is that a great example, and we've talked about this on the podcast, is the need for Sabbath, the need for truly resting in the Lord. A Sabbath is not productive, right? If if you if you have the alternative of resting versus working, obviously the work is going to be more quote unquote productive. But is it fruitful? Is it fruitful for you spiritually? Is it fruitful for you physically, emotionally? No, it's not. And so I think that we have to evaluate our mindset. Is our mindset purely on productivity, on when I get to the end of the day, how much should I get done? How much did I accomplish? What does my life have to show for? And this is what Henry Now in that video that I referenced had something very good to say, is that when we look at our spiritual lives, a lot of time we want to say, what did all, what did I do? Is there anything good that's come of this? Is there anything, did I accomplish anything? But when we ask that question, we're, we're almost asking the wrong question. It's, you see, Jesus, and this is a quote from him directly from this video, says, Jesus never asked us to be productive. He asked us to be fruitful. He asked us to truly live and abide in him. And so I think this is really, really important. And you, you, it's so easy to miss. And, and I think this is so hard for us here in the West is that we, we're all about the bottom line. We're all about making stuff, getting things done, do, do, do. And there are so many great things about that. But in the end, it can kill us spiritually. It can absolutely kill us spiritually. And so I think this is so, so important. So, so important that our mind be on being fruitful. What is being fruitful? And this is what Nowen says. He says, fruitfulness comes from a broken ground. You see, you think about the plant. You have to break the ground for the plant to go in. And then if you water that plant of brokenness and that broken ground, care and love and, and be what God has called us to be, there will be fruit. Jesus has promised fruit from it, either that we can see or maybe later on that we, we can't even see beyond us, is that when we live a life devoted to Jesus, we are promised fruitfulness. We are not necessarily promised that it's quote unquote productive. Now that does that mean that we as Christians don't accomplish anything? Absolutely not. But what it does mean is that we don't set a value on things purely by is it productive? Our question should be, are we being obedient? Is it out of obedience? Is it out of love for God that we do these things? Because in the end, if it's only about productivity, 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 we will begin to see spiritual things as unproductive, even when they are more important than what we trade them for. We'll say that prayer isn't productive. We'll almost start to disbelieve in prayer because I don't see immediately the results of my prayer. But if this hour that I spend in prayer 
if I could, you know, work, I could finish a project and I can see that, that's productive. That's good. And we could even do things productive, quote unquote, for Jesus. We could even say, uh, why would I pray for an hour when I could, uh, you know, serve the poor for an hour? Serving the poor for an hour is absolutely important, but it's not a substitute for prayer. With Bible reading, with with fasting, with with seeking the Lord, with meditating on the Scripture, all of these things, and I'm preaching to myself right now, by the way, because I fall into this too. Is that I can look and I can say, I need to accomplish something. We can almost be addicted to accomplishment. We can almost be addicted to making something happen, and we miss out on it. Are we living fruitful lives? Are the fruit of the Spirit prevalent in us? Are we being a Martha? Are we being a Mary? Are we choosing the greater thing to sit at the feet of Jesus, to truly enjoy our Savior, to truly have a relationship with God, to enjoy just being with Him? You know, it talks about... I, you know, I knock, and, and when when we when he knocks, and we let him in, that what do we do? It's not that Jesus will come in and we will be productive together. It's that he will sit and eat with us. It's about the relationship. It's not about the the return. It's not about the end. It's about the being. We we become. In our culture, people of doing and not people of being. It's about what we do more than who we are. And that is just not the biblical way. What we do should flow out of who we are, not that what we do defines who we are. And so this is this has just been something that's been mulling over. This is something that – and the reason why God is speaking to me on it is because it's something I have to work on. I want to be productive. I want to do things. I want to accomplish things. But I can't have that happen at the expense of trading away fruitfulness. I have to understand and I have to see this through biblical eyes. And I think this is just such a temptation for us here in our context is that this is just such a difficult thing. And so I just want to, you know, I challenge you, read that, read that scripture, read those verses, um, and just allow the Holy Spirit to, to guide you, to direct you on this. And I think you'll see fruit from it. Uh, you know, we want to be fruitful. So, hey, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. Uh, we, we just love you guys. I, I'm praying for you as our listeners that you will see the fruit of abiding in Christ, of truly living with him. Um, and that you can be free from the slavery to productivity. Um, it's not that we aren't still productive, but it's that we have it in the appropriate place in our lives. And so, hey, thank you guys so very much for listening. I hope that this touched you. Share this with a friend. Um, we just thank you guys so very much for listening. We'll see you next time.